It's Humboldt Today with John Kennedy O'Connor. Welcome to Humboldt Today, Lost Coast Outpost brand new newscast, bringing you the news from the Lost Coast and beyond with me, John Kennedy O'Connor. For many areas around the county, the sun made a welcome appearance Friday, but that followed a night of further disruption and indeed destruction from the continuing winter storms. An avalanche on Highway 36 closed down the route through to Trinity County. Interstate 5 had to be shut due to heavy snowfall, as was Highway 3 north of Trinity Centre. The Avenue of the Giants and the McCann Bridge were both closed due to flooding, and the ferry was shut down Friday due to high water levels and floating debris. In local roads, downed trees and more snow closed several routes. Bald Hills Road, Bald Mountain Road, Bear Road, Johnson Road were all closed again. Slides shut down several routes, including Neyland Road, Redwood Drive and parts of Freshwater Road. And flooding due to the heavy rain and melting snow shut down Coffee Creek Road, Hookton Road and Old Arcata Road. Caltrans are recommending checking on road closures and alternative routes before embarking on any journeys. The County Sheriff's Office continues to mobilise the Coast Guard and Cal OES to drop hay to remote ranches cut off by the snow. And in Del Norte County, search and rescue teams are working to get supplies to off-grid areas where human residents have been snowed in for the past week. Four to six feet of snow has trapped many inside their homes in the Low Divide Road area. Sheriff Garrett Scott told the Wild Rivers outpost that snowmobiles were being utilised to get supplies into the mountainous region. The Sheriff's Office evacuated several people from the area in the past couple of days as residents ran out of food and other necessities. One generator shed was reported destroyed after collapsing due to the weight of snow and many residents are worried about similar structural damage. Governor Gavin Newsom today requested a presidential emergency declaration to authorise federal assistance supporting the state and local response to the severe storms impacting much of California. A reminder now that Fernbridge between Highway 101 and Route 211 into Ferndale will be closed this Friday night from 10pm through to 8am Saturday morning due to repairs. This is not related to the current storm situation but was a planned closure to the structure following the December earthquakes. In theory, despite the current disruption, the winter storms should have a long-term benefit for our regions and indeed the state's drought situation. But CalMatters are reporting the long-term benefits may not be harnessed. Two winters' worth of snow has fallen in the Sierra so far this year, but flood risks and warm rains are causing rapid melting, which the state's reservoirs simply cannot handle. Several lakes had their floodgates released Thursday in order to prepare for the excess stormwater from melting snow. The prematurely melting snowpack is predicted to flood rivers in the San Joaquin Valley this weekend, with the excess water likely to run straight into the ocean. The State Water Resources Control Board is working to divert overflowing resources into groundwater basins. This is intended to increase groundwater storage by half a million acre-feet per year. The full report from CalMatters is available on the outpost. As the county and state grapple with excess stormwater, the state OES reported Thursday evening of a massive sewage leak from the Rio Dell area that disgorged almost 6,000 gallons of raw sewage into the Eel River. The area's storm surge created the discharge and the city's public works department and environmental specialists were on the scene around 7pm Thursday night. The on-site teams reported raw sewage was flowing down a hillside to the Eel River at around 70 gallons per minute. It is the fifth hazardous material incident in the Rio Del area this year and the sixth sewage spill in Humboldt County. We'll bring you updates on the situation and the impacts on the river and local environment on the outpost. As it will be a wet weekend, PG&E are again warning of further power outages due to the melting snow conditions at high elevations. 
which may bring down trees and power lines. Information on outages are available at pge.com alerts. The civil case between former Arcata Mayor and Councillor Brett Watson and the City of Arcata as to whether a restraining order should be upheld wrapped Thursday. Jackson Guilfoyle of the Times Standard was in court to hear final arguments and Judge Timothy Canning's statement. The City is maintaining the behaviour of the former council member represents an escalating pattern of harassment and continued danger. But in his defence, Mr Watson's legal team maintain he has not made a credible threat of violence towards any of the parties that are protected under the order. The judge ended the day's legal arguments by stating he will take the matter under submission and will make a ruling before March 22nd, when the current temporary restraining order expires. Mr Watson has filed a complaint with the California Civil Rights Department in response to allegations made against him that contributed to the restraining order being put in place. In crime news, a home invasion and robbery in McKinleyville on March 7th left a female victim at the property on Bartow Road traumatised. The unnamed victim's home was ransacked by two men carrying firearms, one of whom punched the victim and zip-tied her wrists as they stole a large amount of cash from her property. Fortunately, the woman did not sustain any visible injuries. The Sheriff's Office are appealing for help in locating the two suspects, one of whom is described as a Spanish-speaking male, adult, approximately 5 feet 10 inches tall, heavy set with a buzzed head. Information can be provided to the Sheriff's Office at 707-445-7251. Fortuna Police have seized a large haul of drugs, ammunition and currency following a probation compliance search at the 9th Street home of 39-year-old Jarrett Sergio. Officers found around £100 of marijuana, some of which was processed and packaged for sale, psilocybin mushrooms, live handgun ammunition and around $45,000 in cash were also discovered. Sturgio was arrested and booked into the county correctional facility on various possession and violation charges. The Eurotribe has announced the hiring of Julia Oliveira, a law enforcement veteran, to investigate existing and new cases involving missing and murdered Indigenous people in the North Coast region. Miss Oliveira from the Wyandotte tribe spent two decades with the Humboldt County Sheriff's Office previously. The investigator still works with the HCSO's crisis intervention team and leads the Blue Lake Rancheria Tribal Police Department, as well as the US Office of Violence Against Women's Task Force that specifically researches violence against American Indian and Alaska Native women. Miss Oliveira becomes the first fully dedicated tribal MMIP investigator in the state of California. For more information, go to Eurotribe. The City of Eureka is looking to spur development on the long vacant parcels along the boardwalk between C and F streets. This coming Monday, the Eureka Planning Commission will consider whether to declare three city-owned parcels surplus, a necessary step before requesting proposals for development. City Manager Mar Slattery says city staff hope to see a mixed-use development at this location, including retail on the ground floor with housing units above. A certain number of those units would need to qualify as affordable housing per the city's housing element. The Planning Commission will also consider surplusing a parcel on 3rd Street in Old Town that includes a brick building known as Neelis Hall. The building could be acquired by next door's Clark Historical Museum for continued use as an annex, or the parcel could be remodelled into something else entirely, including a mixed-use development with commercial and housing uses. The Public Planning Commission meeting is scheduled to begin at 5.30pm at City Hall, March 13th. As it's Friday's Humboldt today, let's take a look at what's happening to keep us entertained this weekend. Friday night at 6pm, George Ruth hosts a writer's roundup at Wrangletown Cider Company. The community event features songwriters showcasing their songs and stories. 
A suggested donation of $20 goes straight to the musicians and the sound team working the event. Food is available for purchase. Also Friday, you can join Arcata Main Street at the Arcata Theatre Lounge for the downtown Arcata Ball from 6 to 8 p.m. There's music and hors d'oeuvre, a silent auction and, it says here, local luminaries galore. Tickets on the door are $30. Also at 6, the St Bernard's Academy talent show is happening. Tickets are just $10. There's an art show, bake sale and raffle prizes. Proceeds go to fund the students' planned European tour. Saturday morning at 9am is the Spring Fling Craft and Vendor Fair. The event at the Fortuna Church of the Nazarene runs to 4pm and local crafters and small business owners will be selling to raise funds for Operation Christmas Child. Entry is free and there will be refreshments for purchase. At 11am Saturday, for any ladies interested in learning how to brew your own beer, the Humboldt Home Brewers are hosting the Pink Boots Brew Day. The recipe being showcased is the Yakima Chief's Pink Boots Hop Blend. More information at pinkbootssociety.org slash pinkbootsbrew. Then Saturday night, Ragdoll Review presents, and bear with me, I didn't come up with this title, Titties for Kitties at the Arcata Vets Hall. The annual fundraiser for Companion Animal Foundation features burlesque, drag, comedy, vendors and a silent auction to bid on adoptable cats to take home. Doors at 7, show at 8, 21 and over adults only. Tickets $30 at the door and Humboldt Today viewers can pay me $30 to say the name of the event again on air. We'll be losing an hour's sleep during the night on Sunday, so if you're not too discombobulated, Sunday at 2pm, summertime that is, there's Family Movie Day at the Humboldt Bay Social Club. The free family event is show, showing robots this Sunday. Drinks and snacks are available for purchase. And if you don't feel like watching a movie Sunday, Sunday night is the big movie event of the year. Yes, it's Oscars night. The Humboldt Del Norte Film Commission and Eureka Theatre are presenting the 8th annual Red Carpet Gala to celebrate the big occasion. The red carpet welcome is at 4.30pm. The telecast starts at 5. Hors d'oeuvre and dinner are included. Tickets are $35 in advance, $40 at the door. As the organisers put it, get glammed up for Humboldt's best Oscar party. I'm still waiting for the gold envelope with my invitation. Looking at the Humboldt Today weather forecast for the weekend, the storms may have abated but it's still predicted to be very wet and the rain will likely add to the snowpack in higher elevations overnight but create further issues as the heavy snowpack melts during the warmer days. Average temperatures Friday night will be 34 degrees with clear skies and light winds. Saturday will begin with cloudy skies giving way to afternoon and evening rains. Temperatures will hit 52 degrees with moderate winds of up to 10 miles per hour. The rain will get heavier Saturday night with up to half an inch expected. Nighttime temperatures will be much warmer than Friday at 45 degrees. After you wake up an hour later Sunday morning, expect to see cloudy skies. Rain will be back Sunday afternoon and into the evening with a quarter of an inch expected. Strong winds out of the southeast could reach 20 miles per hour, but it will be warmer as temperatures reach 56 degrees. Sunday night will be wet and warm with overnight temperatures around 50 degrees into Monday morning. As we've already mentioned, the warmer temperatures and the expected rainfall is going to accelerate the snowpack melt in higher areas and will potentially lead to structural damage, flooding and more power outages. We're certainly not out of the woods yet, folks. Thanks to everyone who took part in our last Humboldt Today poll. Opinion was fairly evenly split as to what Humboldt Today viewers think is the project or industry most likely to bring Humboldt County the strongest economic opportunity. Offshore wind power seemed to just edge it over Cal Poly Humboldt's expansion. For today's Humboldt Today poll, if you're going out or staying in for the Oscars or ignoring the whole backslapping glamour fest, 
completely, well, we're sure you have an opinion on what should win the best picture. And if you haven't seen it, as one reviewer put it, The Banshees of Inishirin is a gloomy fable about Irish people sitting around grumbling in a rural pub. Click to register your vote and indeed to comment on all of Humboldt Today's news. And those are the main stories around the Lost Coast today. Click on the homepage for all the details of these stories and for more on what's happening and coming up on lostcoastoutpost.com. Thank you for joining us for Humboldt Today today. Join us again for the next Humboldt Today. And don't forget to click below for today's Humboldt Today poll. So until the next Humboldt Today, stay dry and warm everyone and have a great weekend. Bye bye.